You're listening to The Melting Podcast, a writing variety show featuring a little of everything from everyone, everywhere. Welcome to The Melting Podcast and our second Balticon bonus episode. Theo wasn't there. How come he gets to do it? He's living vicariously. So these Balticon bonus episodes are recordings from panels at Balticon 49. So what panel is this? Well, for those of you who weren't there... This is the Late Night Balticon panel Podcaster Improv. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Enjoy. Okay. I, I don't. I can't like. And we're going to start. I got the idea for this when I saw Christiana indicating that she had been doing improv stuff in Boston and thought, we have a really a bunch of really creative, fun, quick thinking people here. Allegedly. Allegedly. And, and I had just heard about this neat improv game that I thought would be fun to play. So the first one we're going to go with, well, do you want to do questions first just as a warm-up? you think that we go to want to just dive in? I don't know. Well, do you think right. it would be a good place to start? I, I, I mean, we're starting now. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> Does the audience even know what this game is? Yep. Can you tell what this is? What is it? What is it? Who's on first? Wait, did someone just lose? <laughs> are there points involved? Are we are we playing a game or the game? And I lost. Oh, go there. So the, the so the first game we're gonna play is called Water Cooler. And uh, the, 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 we're going to take, we're going to run three rounds, and for each round, two of you are going to play people who know what the thing is from the point of view of an actor who does not know what the thing is. Something has happened, your characters are talking about it, and you only get to turn over the card that actually says what it is when the third person comes along and asks what's going on. <laughs> now, you guys get to pick what the environment is. And since this is a science fiction convention, I expect something out of the ordinary, just an ordinary water cooler in office isn't good enough. So it's let's have some time. What? Robot graveyard. Robot graveyard. Okay. <laughs> you guys work in a robot graveyard. We'll start off with the knowledgeable people being Christiana and um, Christiana and Veronica. We didn't do any introductions. We didn't do any introductions. All right, let's let's. This is my first panel of the con. Please. It's probably a good idea to close the door. Yes. This is part of the late night track. And the kids are next. And the kids are next. So. I will. I will ask. It was the way we normally do to ask our our, our guests here to introduce uh, themselves. But first, I am Nobilis Reed. I am the the. the Creator and host of the best science fiction erotica podcast on planet Earth. I know it's the best because it's the only one. So <laughs> far, uh, episode three hundred and twenty-five goes live tomorrow at lipson dot at and uh, that's my primary reason I'm here. Uh, Christiana, 
Uh, I'm Christiana Ellis. I'm the author of Nina Kimberly the Merciless. I did uh, that as a podcast and then uh, it is now also available in print. I'm also the uh, author, producer, and star of Space Casey, which is two seasons worth of science fiction comedy radio play goodness, <laughs> or at least goodness. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Um, Along with a whole bunch of other miscellaneous stuff that I sometimes describe as throwing a fistful of spaghetti at the wall, um, including things like talking about Survivor and Hey, Who Wants to Watch a Movie? Uh, hey, You Want to Watch a Movie? I didn't know the name of my own show, I suppose. Uh, but all of my stuff goes up at ChristianaEllis.com. Okay, you know, that's not getting close enough to the microphone before, which is a strange thing because I'm Veronica Jaguer. I am a narrator and voice artist and sometimes a science fiction and fantasy author. Um, I am the voice behind the Secret World Chronicle podcast novel series. Um, so I do the voices and produce it and put it out and manage the Facebook craziness for it. I narrate for a whole bunch of other people including these three at any point in time. Um, so I make funny noises that other people write. <laughs> and people like it for some weird reason. I'm Hugh O'Donnell. I'm the host and editor of the Way of the Buffalo podcast, and I wormed my way onto this panel. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so here is the secret thing that you get to, get to uh, see, but only after your conversation has established at least three interesting things about this thing that you're talking about. My, uh... <laughs> All right. So you will come in after I think you guys have established enough to make things interesting. This is a real world for us? It yes. Is? This okay. Is, okay. Yes. Oh, hey, Steph. Hi, Amy. What's up? Oh, man. You know, they've got a whole new load of D2s coming in. <laughs> the D2s again? I know. And when the, you know, the wheels are all broken. That's always what goes bad. It's impossible. You got to lug them. Oh. They're too heavy. I mean, what, what do they expect us to do with them? Put them on the conveyor belt and take them off the conveyor belt and then put them in the trash again? Why don't they just, you know, dump them in themselves? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, everyone thinks of them as, like, these hollow things, but they are heavy. They are. They're, they're solid metal. There's no good scrap coming out of those things either. No, nobody uses that stuff anymore. Uh, <sighs> well, you know, I mean, it makes sense we're getting a lot of extra traffic, though, after, you know, what happened. Oh, my gosh. I heard about it yesterday, and it's, like, not everybody knows yet, but when they find out... It's, geez, yeah, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be... Awful. I mean, and when the folks, not the folks above us, but the folks above them, when they find out, you know what's going to happen to us. Well, yeah, I mean, what always happens to us? Everything rolls downhill. We're on the garbage detail. We get everything dumped on us. It's always more work for us. It's going to take two conveyor belts. Yeah, two. Hey, how's it going? Did you hear what happened? How do you think it's going? Uh... I didn't hear what happened. <laughs> you didn't hear what happened? Oh, man. I, I, are we really going to have to be the one to tell him? Uh, what? What? what we get another D2 uh. shipment? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but that's not even the thing. Like, no. that's just, like, collateral damage. Well, yeah, they're damaged. That's why they're here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. 
right, well, we got to tell you, the boss got caught in flagrante delicto with someone important. Uh, it wasn't another uh, robot made again, was it? A <laughs> <laughs> robot made important. Uh, my ro Have you ever done a dish? <laughs> Society would no. crumble. We're talking more important than that. We're talking head executive of Arturo Robots. I see. Okay, cut. So it's you see how the game works. Uh, the next one we're going to have um, uh, Veronica and Hugh being the ones who know what's going on. There is your your clue, and we need another environment for them to be to be acting in. Stomach of a whale. The stomach of a whale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You are in. You are for some reason in the stomach of a whale. Something has happened. You know what it is. Go. Ahoy. <laughs> You've said that six times today. It's not funny anymore. Well, I'm on. I'm on the bow spirit of a ship. That's all that's left, floating in a pool of acid. I guess I'm not sure. What are whales made of? <laughs> Whale stuff. Bones. Whale oil. Whale. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to keep our spirits afloat. I mean, I can't get revenge on the man who ruined my mother and forced me into whaling to hunt him down and find him because whale. So I'm doing what I can. Also, we're probably going to die in a whale. We're going to die in a whale. Why? You had to get revenge. Couldn't you have just been content to not seek out the whale? Could have stayed in the harbor. You could have maybe just done regular fishing. Just shrimping. Something, you know, quiet and safe. And boring. There is nothing wrong with boring. Boring would not have us here counting the days until we are dissolved by whale stomach acid. <laughs> Bring out the thing that's, that's happened that you're not talking about. And besides, you know what brought us here? Oh, the thing. <laughs> the thing. That's a nice way to call it. The thing brought us here. Circumstances. Circumstances happen. Okay. Mistakes were made. Circumstances happened. And we're going to now die in a whale because... not the worst thing 
like that this is not the worst thing to happen to you today. When he says mistakes were made, he means that the condom machine ran out of extra small. <laughs> That's the mistake. The extra smalls make better balloon animals. <laughs> Well, that just seems unlikely. I mean, they know how to start them, right? I mean, that's just, they, that's... That's the company just all anything else. Besides, it's like, those take the, the least amount of material. Like, why would you run out of those? Like you said, balloon animals. But he couldn't get his special balloon animals. And so he had to take the ship across the harbor. And he decides, hey, let's go out in the harbor. And where do we have, where do we go? Well. Oh, wait. <laughs> Mistakes were made. <laughs> Extra small. I was, I was crewman on a cargo ship that was headed to the city with a box marked confidential. You're not telling me that we were delivering extra small condoms. And now I'm stuck in a whale too because of this same just lack of planning on the restocking company? Logistics. I find that unacceptable. <laughs> What are you gonna? What? Sorry. Okay, Kyle's man. <laughs> 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 oh, <boy. laughs> All right. We have one. We have one more round. This one, Hugh and Christiana are gonna be the ones who know what's going on. Do you want to switch places to make that a little okay. easier, or can you can you go across? It? Okay. And we have one more environment for them to to inhabit. Come around to adventure. Tupperware. No. Oh, no. No. Maybe something better than that. Something. Cyber Tupperware convention. A cyber Tupperware convention. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. You and Christiana, you are working at a cyber Tupperware convention. What? Something has happened. You're talking about it. Oh. It's you. <laughs> uh, yes. Hi. They didn't seriously put our two tables next to each other. You're, you're telling me we're... Oh. Are you embarrassed to be next to www.tupperware.com? We have a viable product. www.tupperware.net has a very viable product, too. <laughs> and... I will thank you to not imply that yours is somehow more viable than ours, but I specifically put in a request to the convention organizers to have us spaced out a little bit so that people can tell the difference. Well, I recognize this is a problem. We are competitors. We are trying to sell very similar products, at least on first glance. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. But to be fair, they have a lot going on with, you know, the the incident. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to completely blame them. But I mean, is it so hard for us to just like, I could be on that table over there. I just, I, I'm sorry. I just, I can't believe that this has happened because... I, you know, I applied to be an employee of Tupperware.com and they yeah. turned me down. So it's just a little personal. I apologize for snapping at you. 
And I know we're all kind of in the same situation. We have to make the best of it with well, everything that's going on. Yeah, there's that. But I just, like, that's that's why it means I just wanted some space emotionally. Because <laughs> when I'm trying to sell some of these Tupperware containers that got the little, you know, the radar detectors on them to tell you if it's spoiled. The microchips. Yeah, the microchips. And the ones with the... Uh, Special x-ray window so you can see what's going on under the lid. <laughs> I mean, how can I get into my sales pattern when you're just right there? And I know that I could have had the benefits that you guys get. The Internet of Things. Yeah. But, well, I suppose we got to put things into perspective. I mean, you know, we could yeah. be dealing with the with, with incident, right? Yeah. I mean, oh boy. All of that. Yeah, it's... uh. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the better person here, and not to, I guess, imply that you're a bad person. I don't mean to make that personal, but I'm gonna try to just rise above. I, I represent a company with an excellent product, and we're just gonna see, let the better Tupperware win. People need more than one piece of Tupperware. It's gonna be a yeah. You can sell your Tupperware, and I can sell your... It's like books. People buy read more than one book. They don't need more than one storage solution. And, and you know, when they have, like, uh, in, in cities, they have, like, the Diamond District. Yeah. You know, because people know that that's where to go for jewelry, and they can comparison shop all in that one area. So maybe this is, like, the Tupperware District of the Dealer Hall. Yes. Like, what, what? Yeah. Of the Tupperware Convention. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... The, the it's we are the ones that are selling the specialty cybernetic Tupperware. I mean, yeah. everyone else has got you know fancy sci-fi looking Tupperware, but ours is actual cybernetic deal. stuff, like the implant that lets you know when is the optimal time to eat your leftovers. <laughs> yeah, your thinking is going to be very big. See, why, why are our two companies rivals? Like, we should merge or something. The reason is they see the thing. Oh. And now... <laughs> well, okay, so I understand that we could not ever possibly merge like I was just suggesting. <laughs> <laughs> because of the thing! Yeah. So... There, there's the thing. Yeah, I... Well, we gotta have some customers, I mean... Well, I, I don't know. I mean, are, are we even going to get any foot traffic with everything that's going on? Go. Hi, I'm I'm here to look at some uh, uh some cyber Tupperware. Oh, uh, <laughs> you, you have come to the right place, yeah, now. Yes, the right place at www.tupperware.com, <laughs> which is the fir- the first fully social media. Compliant Tupperware. <laughs> yeah, and then after share they, your Tupperware with friends. And after they set that first example, we iterated and made it excellent. And so, Instagram your food before you cook it. Before I and cook after it. you cook it, because you eat it as leftovers. And with the special digestible implant. You get the pictures while it's being digested. <laughs> is, is that vine enabled? Well. We can also we also have fridge thinking. You know it's in your fridge from the comfort of your office. If if you gotta know, did I did I eat that last night when I was uh, 
having having my midnight snack. I just can't remember. You go that to sounds go to your desk. I can never remember. Well, well, I would love to be able to remember. Tupperware.net has got the RFID chip that allows you that if someone you bring your Tupperware to a potluck, someone else walks home with your dish, you can track it to their house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you do that? It's in the next patch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have to say, I mean, we're a little surprised to, to you know, we're, to get some interest in foot traffic. It was a little late in here. I was wondering why. Well, um, nobody came to <laughs> naked karaoke night. That <laughs> <laughs> was a mistake. Yeah, I, well, it's like it was, they it was, do it every year, and it's usually it like... Uh, usually it's the big thing. It's the highlight. You know, you got people coming in from out of town. But I don't know. Just I, I was hoping that you would mention because it does not seem very. Well, I suppose it's very internet related, but not very Tupperware related. <laughs> well, you know, I think it's just we usually get that synergy, right? You know, you get the people coming in for the naked karaoke, and they stay to buy some Tupperware. <laughs> well, yeah, no, just because they gotta cover stuff up. <laughs> the problem with Tupperware and naked karaoke night is you get appetizers, you don't finish them, you don't have pockets. <laughs> yeah, you're so busy singing, you don't have the pockets. You need the so Tupperware. You need Tupperware. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for another ahoy in there. <laughs> I want some of that Tupperware. <laughs> All right. So what we're gonna do with the cards is we're gonna we're gonna play podcaster quirks. They ran out of cards. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, no, I've got a few more. And so I would like folks to write down a quirk. That anybody else need a card? Do we write our names on the card? Nope. Just write down a quirk. Do you want to take credit? You're on your own for that. Or be blamed? Hey, I'm in school. I, I just. She thinks this is a test. No, I, I just want to make sure. And, and we're gonna we're gonna have one of our one of our hosts be the interviewer who is interviewing the other two people who've got their quirks. They can't actually say what the quirk is, but they have to act it out. And once we get a few of them turned in, I'll pick a couple that seem uh, appropriate to the, to the hour and to the location, and we'll, we'll, we'll get started. Right quick, anybody got one to hand up to me? Here we go. So, yeah, I got one. Okay. so one of us or one of the audience is going to be the host? Yeah. No, I, I think one of us was, yes. was the idea. So the, the quirks would be, you know, just something unusual about that particular guest. Um, maybe some some way, that, strange way that they act or something unusual about them or what their specialty is. I just hope people can read my hand. Secret profession. Secret profession. Give a moment to look through them. Okay. I don't know. Who should be the interviewer? I think, I think that, um, that's exciting. I think actually, Monica, since you, you don't have any podcast that ever involves interviewing people, I think you should be the interviewer. Um, and and there's your quirk, and there's yours. And we 
might, if we play another round of this, we may get to the others. So those of you who haven't uh, haven't gotten your in on this particular go round. Oh, I bet we'll. <laughs> so, Veronica, why don't you introduce your guests? You get the, you get the opportunity of giving them names as you introduce them and, and uh, what you brought them in for, but the quirks are something in addition to that. <laughs> Let's have one more suggestion from the crowd. So what, is the, what is the topic of the podcast in general? What, are the, what does this podcast about? No. What? Robot Rebellion? Okay, this is the Robot Rebellion podcast, clearly being, being produced underground. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, and you are interviewing two members of the, of the, of the Robot Rebellion okay. Underground. So if you can hear us now, we are broadcasting live on the BTS network. This is the voice of Free From Bots. I am your host, and with me are two members of the Rebellion, codename CX426. Hello. <laughs> and the Mechanic. Hey. <laughs> Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for, for coming along. Now, we want to know, at this point in time, what can we expect in the next 24 hours from these, you know, vicious, flesh-mangling creatures that are stomping around above us? Well, my experience... We can probably expect them to catch a cold very quickly, because although they're uh, very uh, fearsome, they may not have the same resistance to human microbes that that mo that we do. And I mean, I want to say that I had resistance to microbes first before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you have the, the prototype of the micro resistance. Okay. Um, and what, what, do you, what can we expect? Well, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned the flesh mangling because there's going to be a lot of that. Uh, I think one of the things that uh, robots really have up on humans is the ability to have, say, an arm get uh, damaged or, and or destroyed, but then easily replaced. You know, they're... They're just detachable, and you can reattach it. Whereas with the humans, like they don't grow back. You can't just put another one on. You got to get the cybernetic ones, and that's where it gets really cool. Because the cybernetic limbs is this perfect fusion of the flesh and the metal, and it's just the way that they interact together. It's kind of, it's just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, so flesh mangling is a positive aspect of well, the rebellion. If if it if it would lend to um, cybernetic enhancement. Yeah, everybody's in the cybernetic enhancement these days. <laughs> well, you know, I I wish everybody was as into it as I am, but uh, you know, sometimes so, I still feel a little bit of a like I'm an outlier. But uh, it just, I wouldn't want the people to go through the pain of the mangling, but I think if once people see the benefits and the, the aesthetic appeal of the cybernetic limbs, they would uh, 
you know, might even just volunteer. Yes, it is time for people to volunteer. I, I, I came here from a long way. The, the vast distance of Portland. But it is time for us, at the, the Warren tribes, to come together to fight this menace. The mustache growers, the microbrewers, the vinyl collectors, we must come together and fight. I will lead you. Do you have any idea what the quirks are yet? Well, I can't tell if he was a hipster or Scott Roach. <laughs> Let's, let's, okay, some of you know what these are because you probably recognize the one you put down, but if you were not the one who wrote it down, does anybody have an idea of what our, what our, what our podcaster quirks are for this particular round? Anybody have any ideas? I'm going to go with Scott Roach. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, that's his daughter. <laughs> All right, why don't, why don't you reveal your, reveal your quirks? I was John Carter of Brooklyn. <laughs> I was a cybernetic limb fetishist. <laughs> I was good at men. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go one more round with that. Um, and uh, this time, Hugh, you're going to be the interviewer. Okay. There is there's your quirk. And Veronica, there's yours. And we, again, once again, we need an environment for this to happen, yes? Yeah, they're inventors of the My Little Pony cloning machine. Yay! Okay. Yes. <laughs> so you, you, are, you are interviewing the inventors of the My Little Pony cloning machine. I have props. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, welcome back to the... Pegasister Radio Network. I am your Hovni Hugh, and today we have two inventors of a incredible, incredible device, which is going to just change uh, the world. If you can introduce yourselves. Hi, um, I am Sunset Sparkle. <laughs> of course, Dr. Sunset Sparkle. Um, with a focus on equestrian owning. And your second guess? My name is uh, Stephanie Ginger Snaps. <laughs> and uh, I, I just have to say, I think that uh, having us on here to uh, talk about our invention is, is, is great. Um, and I and I think the next thing you're going to ask is uh, is how did we get the idea? So the reason that we got the idea is uh, we just thought with all the My Little Ponies out there that are so great, but in limited supply, if only we could clone them. And so we invented a machine to clone them. <laughs> we have the uh, inventors of the My Little Pony cloning machine, which is a fantastic invention. So. How does your machine work? <laughs> 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 I'm going to start at the beginning. 
how did you come up with the idea for this invention? Well, why wouldn't you want more ponies? I do believe I kind of answered that already, but clearly you didn't well, fully uh, ask me. You're a co-inventor, uh, Dr. Sparkle. Well, oh, I'm sorry, is it hyphenated? <laughs> uh, that's sort of unclear. <laughs> I apologize. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sensing that you're not fully uh, uh, grasping all of our, our answers so far. Um, you're, you're not. You you you're not taking the. Um, the true brony and pegasister nature of you know, the seriousness of this invention. I mean, this this is meant to revolutionary revo change the face of you know small horse lovers all over the world. Yes, I uh, I'm sensing from you that you're actually. Uh, not fully into this idea of cloning the My Little Ponies, and you are feigning ignorance in order to cover your your deep disdain for our invention, and I resent it. Um, I, I am merely uh, filling in for the listener who is not as aware of... I don't think you understand the... the the meaning of that word Philly that she just used. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, am, I am sad that uh, you feel you have to explain uh, things to me, and I'm, I'm sad that you are psychically reading my mind. <laughs> to, uh, yeah. No, I have a face in the back of my head. <laughs> That one's a tough one. Yeah, There's a lot of hair. I, mean, <laughs> I, was, I, I think pulling it aside would have been a good thing. Well, the thing That's... is, the, the, I've got, has a face in the back of the head, but first he had a face in the back of his head. Oh, okay. So okay. I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay. All right, let's go one more round of that. Um, the, just for this one, Christiana's going to be the interviewer. Um, Hugh, here is your... Quirk, there's yours, okay. and we need another topic of conversation for the interview, yes? Alien animal husbandry. Alien animal husbandry. Oh! It's been on my mind a lot. Not just on my mind. The topic of this podcast is alien animal husbandry. You've already been mentioned. More than probably is healthy. Ask Veronica. I'll have it recorded. So, uh, hello, one and all, and welcome back to another episode of the Ancillatus Farm Report. Uh, you know, we, we have uh, the almanac readings as per usual. We are looking at a uh, nice and sunny, warm temperature of minus 40 degrees Celsius today. And uh, we are getting a little bit of sunlight all the way out here on Ancillatus from Seoul. But uh, today we're going to be talking more about uh, the livestock that y'all got growing out there. So... First, let me introduce our two guests. First, we got uh, Mr. Uh, Stephen Tyler, who uh, is uh, uh, here to tell us about uh, singing to your animals. And uh, we've also got uh, Miss Vanessa uh, Stringbean, who is talking about some alternate kinds of feed, is my understanding. So welcome to you both. Mm, good thing. It's uh, great to be here, okay? 
<laughs> thank, thank, thank you for having us on the, on the farm. I appreciate the more domesticated environment. Thank you. Well, sure. You know, we, we just like to keep things simple down here on the farm, even if we are out in, uh, in what they used to call outer space. You know, now we know it's just home here on uh, the moons. And uh, so tell me, uh, Stephen, uh, tell me a little bit about your approach to animal husbandry with the, your alien livestock. Okay, well, the first thing is you want to uh, okay, uh, make like a good environment for them, okay? Like you want to get the right incubator for the eggs to hatch out of, okay? okay. Uh, so th this could be a farmhand, okay? Uh, it's much more acceptable these days to use a non-living person, okay? <laughs> but, uh, you want to coax them out gentle-like, okay? So that's why you want to sing to them. Okay. You want them to imprint on you and not grab your face and try and plant more eggs, okay? Yeah, a lot of people do have that problem with the, you know, the face hugging and all that, you know, it's just, you know, not only is it dangerous, but it's just, it's an inefficient use of your, your time and uh, your alien livestock's eggs, you know, because they're just not going to, they're not going to grow to their full size in you. So, uh, Vanessa, tell, tell us about uh, what, what is the innovation that you have brought to this field? Well, when it comes to livestock, and please remember, I am talking about mammals. We, we're not dealing with reptiles or amphibians. Could you please take your hat off? Because that's a little disconcerting. Okay. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> Just for those of you to uh, know, listeners at home, he was wearing a, a, a 10 liter hat. <laughs> we are on the metric system here on Enceladus. Uh, just. I know that's a sensitive subject with some of y'all, but uh, that's how we do it right here. Sorry, go ahead, Vanessa. But, but with, with mammals, we we're looking at um, recycling, keep, keeping the feed natural. And if natural means making sure that we use every single part so that there is no waste, you know, we too are not above, you know, using those non-living things to provide the best feed for our livestock because if it's good enough while they're alive, of course it's good when it's not alive, to use the technical term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when uh, when people uh, first started raising the uh, beasts, uh, a lot of people just threw all those uh, poison glands and toenails away. And you shouldn't. <laughs> you, there, there, is, there is some good nutrition in there if it's treated properly so what what is your your chosen technique for treating a slurta poison gland to make it uh, useful instead of just you know bio waste coffee, coffee. <laughs> tell me more well you you, you need to okay. mix it in with the older coffee grounds that's what i mean by recycling so you mix it with the older coffee grounds and it pulls the poison out and could you please move that hat? It was really troubling. <laughs> it's gonna reach up and get. It's gonna get me. <laughs> you. I, I have no expl okay. explanation for that one, folks. Uh, Strange breed hat. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is, you put it through the coffee filter and it pulls all that poison out and it traps it in the coffee. And then if you if you need to reuse that 
chemical for something else, perhaps um, population control in other areas, <laughs> or to create more non-living you know, pieces for the feed, then you can do so. So you're using every part. Mm-hmm. It makes a damn fine cup of coffee, too. <laughs> so, uh, Stephen, uh, tell us more about uh, when you want to... Uh, do you have a preferential kind of song or musical genre that you like to do to attract your your livestock? Okay, well, we all know that uh, slurdy beats like to rock, okay? Mm, okay? So, the louder the music is, the better it is, because they'll hear the, the um, okay, uh, <laughs> vibrations. It, 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 when they're in their egg sacs, and they'll they'll split earlier, and they they won't jump at the vibrations if they're too strong. So it's got to be quiet enough not to crush the egg, but loud enough to uh, okay wake them up. Let, as let, let me stop you right there. I just have a question. It has just been bugging me. Is your middle name perhaps Mackie? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I just, you remind me of a character on a TV show that just used to say, okay, all yeah, the I time. Yeah, I do use the word okay a lot. <laughs> so, uh, that's fine. I think everyone here has their idiosyncrasies when it comes to language. Now, Vanessa, mm-hmm. your idiosyncrasies have got you sitting really far away from the rest <laughs> of us, and... Apparently alarmed by hats and also with a peculiar emphasis on distinguishing living things from non-living things. Kind of got a lot going on there, <laughs> mental health-wise. It, it, just the, the shape and the color of the hat. It, you put some flippers on it, it's going to get me. And, and right. I don't want it to get me. Now... Everybody knows that uh, the the uh, Ancillatus Rattler does, when it is hibernating, resemble a baseball cap. But uh, I think we've uh, established that his hat, in this case, is not that thing. So uh, it's just a hat. Uh, are you afraid of it, the, hats? The, no, the, the shell-like pattern on that hat, it's going to have flippers, and it's going to... St- have you ever seen they snap, but they don't let go? Now, there is. And and they make that sound like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from the University of Maryland. (laughs) 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 No! Make it stomach! I don't want to be that loving! Steven, I like to maintain this show as a friendly space for all my guests. (laughs) (laughs) That said. I, she is confusing me, so I'm really not altogether certain how to make her happy. Well, okay, I, I will put the hat away, okay? I appreciate that. Okay. Now, now, are you concerned that this hat is some kind of a earth piranha or snapping turtle hat? <laughs> Isn't that the answer? Well... I think we can all rest easy knowing that the Earth snapping turtle went extinct along with everything else on Earth when the aliens invaded. So I don't think you have anything to worry about today, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs>
Well done, well done. What was the actual card? Death yes. afraid of turtles. Oh, okay. Okay. Coming slowly to kill me. Um, we are we are getting uh, getting close to the time where I don't want to start another game. We're getting kind of sort of on time. Um, uh, can, you, can, do you have any short things we can run while we're uh, uh, to, to finish up our time to give these people their, their uh, full money's worth? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I got two things. I'm just trying to think of um, old job, new job, old job, new job. I don't know that one. How does that one work? Okay, that's uh, when, uh, when I was on Who's Lines anyway, uh, two uh, people were uh, had one job and one of them had like, uh, another job prior to that and he had to incorporate that uh, into uh, his uh, other job and the other fellow was like either a customer or a diner, patient, whatever, depending on uh, what the job was. Like uh, one, of them played, one of them played straight and the other one was the uh, uh, job. Hmm. Like say uh, he used to be he uh, is a barber, but he used to be a fireman like he did before. Okay. And be incorporated. And 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 okay. That may have a prop. 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 Like props. Okay. Um. Anybody have any? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I got a prop. Okay, and you know what? I got one too. Oh. Okay. All right. Strange things in my purse. That's a plus no, right that's now. that's not weird enough. Weird enough. I need something weird. Something on this scale. It's a fake cell phone. Oh, wait. Oh, here you go. That, that's, that's good. That's good. That's good. Is that weird enough for you? This one's yours. That one's yours. Novelist. Is that weird enough for you? Uh, yeah, that'll work. There's yours. You really want to give that to him. Uh, okay. All right. So. Go. <laughs> Thank you, Cyborg Daddy, for this Cyborg Dream Catcher. <laughs> help me ensure I have only good digital dreams. Uh, where, do, where do I turn my shield in for a bigger one? <laughs> I, I think you gave me the girls one that goes with the bikini. <laughs> you know, I think it's a little... Sh- I- People are so gonna pass if I don't. (laughs) 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 Sorry. So my my wheel doesn't spin anymore now that Spider Man's. I had to give up my musical career, but I do have this job as an inspector now with this clipboard. Let's go, Synergy! (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to go in order if you think of something while she's waiting. (laughs) I am your robotic lord and savior. (laughs) Deactivated for your sins. <laughs> Don't like the new carpet design on this hotel. <laughs> I think we took all we could from the giving tree. <laughs> oh. Let's see if we're 
in reality or in a dream? <laughs> which, I forget which one that means. <laughs> so, we are calling them mini ants. <laughs> According to this spectrum refractor, that <laughs> microscope has ghosts in it! <laughs> okay, the Balticom limbo party will begin. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> this has been Podcaster Improv, and it sounds like we can do this again next time because yes. this one was a success. Yes, yes. yes. thank you. It's fun. Thank you all for coming. Yes, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for your help. Yay! Yay! That's really funny because my Twitter feed is all full of turtles. <laughs> Ahoy! Even though he wasn't there ever since we told him about that, it's kind of become a thing around the disaster kitchen. Anytime something's going on and someone's just randomly standing there. Ahoy! Yeah, that. Or awkward silences usually end with, Ahoy! Hugh, this one's for you, bud. So just keep in mind, folks, our prompts are still open. It's number six and number seven. Check out our page. Got all the details on there. Or just listen to our regular first of the month episodes. And write us things. Oh, that was so cute. You you so need to write us things because Gus was so adorable saying that. Write us things. It was so plaintive. Seriously. Adjectives. All the adjectives. Hey guys, you know what you should do? Send us stuff. Yeah, he caught on to that too. I like stuff. They like stuff. Send it. You know you want to. And we'll use it to feed the masses. Thank you for listening to The Melting Podcast. You can check out our website with submission guidelines and current prompts at themeltingpodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Melting Podcast. Or you can email us themeltingpodcast at gmail.com. The Melting Podcast is released under a Creative Commons, attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license, which means you're free to copy it and share it as long as you don't change it don't sell it, and always link back to the website. Sound effects are by the Free Sound Project. And our theme is by Drew Rich Creek. <laughs>